Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lockdown Flames. Today's episode is brought to you Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Let's do our weekend wrap up from Vegas this Monday evening, and let's talk about some endearing moments and some straight up snubs. Let's get right into it. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto of the Metropolitan Riveters Public Relations Team, as well as a dozen different blogs covering different teams around the NHL. How are you today? today. <laughs> Thanks so much for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Audible, you name it. We're free 99 and it's a special deal of free on YouTube as well. This weekend was the All-Star Game in Vegas, so you know that we have to talk about it. And I think that it, everyone has their favorite moments and say what you want about the hockey team in Vegas, but they know how to put on a show. The The marketing directors, the strategic planners, whoever is in charge of all of this coordination, the event coordinators, really did it up in Vegas. And I would love to see more entertainment style theatrics uh, to future events in hockey. And I let's talk about the breakaway competition. That was so much fun to watch. I loved the creativity behind it all. I think that every player kind of went into it, obviously, with a different approach and a different uh, theme. I loved Trevor Zegras's dodgeball. I I don't know if he was even, like... No, he was definitely born when that movie came out. But, oh my God, it was probably out in, what, 2004? So he was a baby. But um, there's no way this kid is human. He he buried the puck while blindfolded and just still somehow lost the competition. I don't know how he did that. I don't know how many times he rehearsed it, but it was fantastic. And, uh, you know, that's what helps grow the game. Jack Hughes and his magician getup was awesome to watch. And I think one of my favorite tweets was, uh, you know, when he opened the box and out came a little Jack Hughes. <laughs> Somebody goes, no, that's just Quinn Hughes. And, uh, you know, I think that's really cute. Um, I-, I think it's just a different element to the game that obviously you don't get to see every day. But it gets eyes on the sport, you know. I'm sure those clips circulated and had people talking. Um, I know that they had people at my job talking. And they aren't hockey fans. Like, they're just, like everyday people who aren't terminally online or into sports but Alex Petrangelo okay he came out had a drum line had this whole like really cool thing going was not as cool as everyone else's I will just say that right now and then he had like a light up LED jersey I think that I want one I want one of those (laughs) and uh he won the breakaway competition and it's because John Hamm gave him a 19 
which is very unfair because I'm sure had the judges known that they could give double-digit scores like that, um, I'm sure Trevor Zegers would have gotten, like, all off the charts. <laughs> but um, I think we have to just, like, ban John Hamm from hockey. And I understand he he likes Petrangelo because of St. Louis and those connections, but we've moved on from 2019. Okay, let's 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 get some young faces out there. And um, you know, I thought it was really great to see how the players just were themselves and were smiling and having fun. I know that, you know, obviously they can't do that all the time (laughs) and especially during a game you're not just gonna like pull out a magician costume in a box and then like cut your teammate in half and then you have two super duper line mates and whatever but I think that it was nice to see it was fun to see them mic'd up to see them interacting and (laughs) to see Zegris and Hughes just kind of you know (laughs) tying uh Hughes's cape on and just, you know, just marketing the sport in a way that, you know, people are excited for. And, you know, you're kind of like, what's going on? Like, this isn't hockey. This isn't what I'm used to. But I think it was more exciting than just some sort of Instagram takeover that it's just like, hey, I'm Johnny Gaudreau from the Calgary Flames, and I'm going to show you my day. And then it's like three Instagram stories of him, like, eating breakfast getting dressed for like a media thing and then like a behind the scenes thing before he goes on ice. Like those 90 seconds to like three minutes, whatever it was (laughs) of them interacting was just like, or just getting to highlight their own theme and their talents was enough to get plenty of them like on a big national stage, international stage on, you know, clips for different social media platforms. So I don't think it gets better than that. I, it it is unfortunate (laughs) that um, Jack Hughes and Quinn Hughes have now tested positive. So we'll have to see um, what other players end up, if any at all, end up on the protocol list. Um, I know that the testing requirements have changed and So, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. But coming up next, we are going to talk about our boy Johnny and seeing him on quite the national stage. But first, let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bars are my go-to snacks here, especially during the semester when I'm on the go, on the fly, and almost never home. So I grab a delicious tasting protein bar that is covered in 100% chocolate and is filled with delicious goodness and low calories, high fiber, high protein, low in sugars, everything I need to get me through my days. <laughs> you know, Built Bar is delicious, so you can head on over to Built.com, place your order today, and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order at Built.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames, and make sure you're following me on Twitter at JustBelmosto. We need more Johnny content, okay? We need to see more of Johnny mic'd up and more chances on a national stage. And I understand, you know, the smaller market, there's not that much appeal to it, which we're going to talk more about later this week, by the way, when it comes to 
um, this team's ceiling and second half um, expectations, but that's, that's for later. So (laughs) I had a blast watching Johnny and it was the shooting accuracy competition where he was firing off the pucks and he's like, Oh no, like he just sounded so like, innocent and like and really focused and he was just like shoot darn oh how'd I miss that and it was just fun to watch I think when you get through like this (laughs) this wall that players put up when they don't use social media or they don't give you access to like their true personalities you get to see (laughs) your players as a human being rather than just a guy who's on the ice for three hours a night or whatever, you know, not three hours a night, but for three periods a night, you know, and it was fun to watch all of the mic'd up players, but especially the ones that you care about and the ones that you have an interest in, (laughs) just to kind of see what goes through their mind while they're on the ice. And it happened later, like during the actual all-star game, where Johnny was mic'd up and he's like, what am I doing over here? I don't know where I am. Oh, that's not my game. And, you know, I posted it on my Instagram story and it was just so fun to listen to and to watch. And he had some great quotes while addressing the media. He was asked which teammate could have been at the All-Star game. And he said, Mark Strom, he has like a hundred shout outs or something and he doesn't get the recognition he deserves. And that this is like the thing. I had this conversation with Nick from uh, Upper Bowl GM. And <laughs> Calgary is a small market. It is a smaller Canadian market. Two things you don't want to be in hockey. <laughs> um, and there is just this n- certain stigma around it. And... They fly under the radar. They they aren't on anyone's like highly desired list uh, to come to in free agency or to get traded to or anything like that. But I just it that statement just like set lights off in my head like a winning machine at a casino. The Flames were not highlighted really at all this season on ESPN. I don't believe that <laughs> they had any they have any games on the national broadcast. Um it's all pretty much the normal like Canadian Sportsnet <laughs> and ESPN Plus, which isn't the same thing. So it is unfortunate and I'm hoping that this team just kind of can prove to the investors and the stakeholders and people running the scheduling decisions that they, um, they deserve to be on the big stage. And they have come a very long way since I started covering this team in terms of the quality of play, the quality of the product and everything else. So we're just going to have to see ESPN is right there. They have the licensing rights Give the fans a taste of a Canadian hockey team that's not Toronto. Like, there are, so, there, there are many attractive things about the Toronto Maple Leafs. But there are also many attractive things about 
other teams in Canada. You know, you have Brady Kachuk chilling in Ottawa. But let's move west a little bit, okay? The Winnipeg Jets. You got... I don't don't really know what's going on there. But then you have the Calgary Flames. You have two superstars on your top line and their goalie, Jacob Markstrom. Why are they not being highlighted? Why Why aren't they on, like, the trending page? Why aren't you sitting down to write feature stories about them? Why would you not want to sit down with Matthew Kachuk and do an interview about his rise to stardom and what it was like growing up as a kid of an NHLer and how his dad has influenced his decisions, how his brother has influenced his decisions, what it's like to have a younger sister who is on social media and in college um, and how you like look out for her or something, you know, or just about his hockey game. Why aren't you interviewing Johnny Gaudreau about like his best season played? Has anyone thought about that? Like, I'm pitching you stories. You should be writing this down and send it to your editor. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not going to write them. I don't have access to the players like some of these people do. The jerseys alone, listen, I'm going to be real. The only time I see people talking about Calgary is when, like, they come out with a cool jersey. Like, Blasty. That's it. The product is right there. The product of fantastic hockey. Johnny Johnny Hockey is right there. And it drives me up a wall that no one is, like, properly marketing this team. And I have many thoughts and many projects I would like to do this offseason and um, probably talk about it on here so we can maybe grab some listener participation points <laughs> but like i'm saying but like i was saying like there the talent was right there you know he obviously the best of the best get to go to the all-star game why would you not use that as like a launching pad why like i i'm not sure if i'm wording this correctly i, I think i am i hope you're picking up what i'm putting down but Johnny was fantastic at the All-Star game. That was quality. You know, he's not boring. He's not sitting there saying, hello, do you put your skates on? Left uh, left foot first and then your right? What do you do? Like, that's so boring. And you know who I'm talking about. <sighs> Start playing around with who could be marketed. Because there were so many bright personalities there that could be played with. And... That's what we're going to talk about because my big picture here is we got to we got to look at the big picture and I don't want to spoil it because that would ruin it. But I think a lot of us have a lot of uh, expectations and certain ideas that we would love to see come to life when it comes to the flames and certain content and things like that. So we're going to take a look at that. It might be later this week. It might be the off season. It all depends on what kind of hockey the flames want to play second half of this season but coming up next we are going to close out the show on a little bit of a negative note because Chicago has found themselves in headlines once again for nothing good but first bet online AG 
has an offer for you. Bet Online AG is your uh, place to be for all the props, odds, live updates, especially with the Super Bowl coming up right around the corner. Uh, you can never be checking out their site enough, especially during these times for live updates, everything you need to know before the big game. Head on over to betonline.net to get all the latest updates and lines and uh, need to know right before you place your bets. BetOnline AG, where the online fun, or where the game begins. I just wanted to shed some light on this because <laughs> it is yet another situation coming out of Chicago that makes so many people sick to their stomach. So there is just, again, trigger warning, content listening. If you have to click off early, this I'm not going to judge you. This is protect your peace. And this is just, it's every day. <laughs> every single day I see this team trending or making headlines for the wrong reasons. And last week it was uh, the owner coming out and saying, we're done. We're moving on. We're not talking about this anymore when it comes to 2011. And then um, last night, a bombshell was dropped. And um, I'm smiling because it is so painful to talk about this every single time. And I truly hope that there comes a time where we don't hear about people like this in the sport of hockey or really ever. Not because, like, there's cover-ups going on and it's just being brushed under the rug in true Chicago Blackhawks fashion, but because they're no longer in the sport. We have, we have progressed to a point in the sport where we no longer tolerate people, no matter how good they are at their job, we've just moved past the need for pieces of crap in the league. Um, so for those of you who don't know, an AHL trainer named DJ Jones, um, what, he was an athletic trainer, was fired due to sexual harassment. The incident happened in 2014, but was never made public until Sunday night. Recently, when allegations of sexual harassment in 2014 by DJ Jones, uh, the head athletic trainer of the Rockford Icehogs, were reported to the Blackhawks on October 27th, 2021, we adhered to our new protocols and procedures Suspended Mr. Jones conducted an in-depth investigation over five days. Following the conclusive results, terminated Mr. Jones on November 3rd, according to his team statement. He was with the team for quite some time, um, which makes me believe that this was not the only incident. Uh, I don't know. I think that, like... I'm going to assume that you just don't like sexually har harass one person and then you're like, okay, I'm done. Because those things, like, I'm sure we've all been around people who make jokes, like, jokes like that. And it's just kind of like a pattern of behavior. And I am not shaming anyone to come forward. I'm not shaming, you know, he's out of the league, but, you know, I'm sure this wasn't the only incident because these aren't typically things that happen in isolated occurrences. But, um, like I said, I just, I want this out of the, the sport, the world. It's, the, 
there are too many people like this in positions that they shouldn't be. And there were, if you follow um, sports law at all or uh, keep up with the NFL, you'd know that Dan Snyder of the Washington Comrades now, I believe are their name, Comrades, um, has been, like, people have been testifying against him for how, like, awful that work environment is and how people say, like, I wouldn't wish this upon my worst enemy and whatnot. And that just, like, it goes to show you that it's obviously not just a hockey problem, but it's a power imbalance and things like that. But we, I just, I truly hope we get to the point where none of these people are in positions of power, not like their money doesn't um, influence the game. It doesn't influence our society. doesn't do any of that. It just, it feels so gross and dirty to just like talk about this week after week after week. And you know, I'm sure that you guys, so the Bill, excuse me, the Bill Peters incident um, firing happened before I covered the team. So, but I remember hearing about it. I remember just, you know, being really upset and disgusted with it. And with hockey, the punishment, quote unquote punishment, is going to coach or play over in the KHL. Bill Peters was fired from the KHL. Um, I, I believe it was for another incident that happened. And <laughs> this is what I mean when I talk about oh, these things typically like aren't isolated incidences. But I just, I want to see sports, workplaces, the world become a more stable environment and a more welcoming environment for people, you know, there are just times where it's it's very frustrating. It's very isolated, uh, isolating rather, and it's very lonely. Especially, you know, sometimes as a woman in sports, I'm like, what is going on here? Like, well, why do I do this? But you know, I'm I'm very fortunate to have a good circle around me, and I know that I could immediately go to any of my higher ups and say, hey, well, this is what's going on. Like, we need to put the kibosh on it, and. I respect them enough to know that they would absolutely listen to me and take my word and make the next proper steps. And I think that that's something that everyone should be able to say. And I hope that we do get to a point in sports as well as everyday workplaces that, you know, you don't have to worry about retaliation or anything. And I hope that there there aren't any more people like DJ Jones or Brad Aldrich or Bill Peters in sports. I just think of how awful players and victims and, you know, people around the offices must feel. Like, I would just, my heart goes out to them because it stinks. And I would like to think that the Flames organization is, um, I don't want to say a above that because no one is morally superior in this sport let's be real uh the flames had interest in evander kane for god's sake they weren't doing anything but i'd like to think that the flames properly vet their hires and things like that and um they have a zero tolerance policy 
and uh you know we just hope to make the world a better place that that's all i want i just want sports to be more welcoming and less scumbags and more progressive people who are willing to make a change and stand up for what's right so yes that's the end of my rant and uh thank you so much for listening to today's episode of lockdown flames my plan for tomorrow is i'm actually really looking forward to this episode but it's going to be second half expectations and what exactly is this team capable of and how can they make calgary an attractive destination for free agents and for people for players to want to resign there so you know i think uh It's definitely one you're going to want to tune in for. So thank you so much for tuning into today's episode and I will see you all tomorrow. Have a safe night and go flames We're we're almost back. I can't believe it's been almost a week, but (laughs) here we are. Um, Follow me on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. Locked on flames is free and I will see you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.